0: Welcome to the Vitality Coach Podcast with the mojo maker and host Nikki Fogden-Moore, the vitality expert dedicated to helping you be the CEO of your business and your life with special industry and life-leading guests, top tips on how you can create that magical blend of healthy, wealthy, and wise for CEOs, entrepreneurs, founders, and people who do things with their life.
1: Hi guys, welcome back. Um, This is the new podcast series for me. I'm going to be calling it The Mojo Maker. I'm stepping into a whole new phase and I want you to come on this journey with me. I think that it's incredible as leaders in life that we really start to resist and we feel, I think, kind of pulled back into the stories of what we thought we should be in our careers and then a future vision of where we think we're heading and we lose sight. I've being very present, and this kind of yin and yang, and this negotiation and back and forth, can be really, really unsettling mentally, physically, and emotionally, and it can cause a lot of self doubt. So today's episode is to draw a line in the sand, I guess, and to welcome everyone back to the show. I've been offline a lot the last three or four months, really digging deep, running the new book, The Mojo Maker, and allowing I think some of the demyth ideas uh, a little bit more polarizing conversations and a sense of self to really come through. So in my experience, I wanted to share with you what I've been going through the last three months. I'm working also alongside some incredible leaders who've been my clients and have been having some great discussions around what life after awesome looks like. What happens when you actually reach a point in your career where you've got the title or you have the accolades or you've reached this time with your family, or maybe you've sold a business or you've developed into C-suite and you look up and you think, is this it? Uh, you know, Most of the people that I work with on a day-to-day basis or that I'm, you know, fortunate enough to hang out with are really high-achieving performers in every areas of life, whether they're athletes or artists, they're CEOs, founders, and entrepreneurs, or if they're just developing great careers inside organisations as what we like to call entrepreneurs these days. There's some fantastic input and impact that all individuals are having as a ripple effect on this world, but still there is this massive commonality in many of the discussions Am I enough and is it ever enough? And if we don't find that peace of mind together and if we don't find the equilibrium and that moment to be present, then you are going to get overwhelmed, you're going to get dissatisfied, you're going to feel exhausted that you're wading through mud. And as Lane Beachy and I were talking about a couple of days ago, it just feels like there's this group of sticky black tar that is just stuck on you and you just can't wade through it and you can't see your vision and your tenacity anymore. So, a couple of things I wanted to do today was really introduce you to the new series and I guess a new name for my show. I know that many of you have been with my journey when I started the Vitality Coach podcast and Vitality Coach TV and it's always been my motto to be healthy, wealthy and wise. And as I've evolved after 20 years of coaching both in business and health and well-being, I guess my message has also evolved with that journey as well. What does your best self look like and what are we really doing and committing to providing? an impactful and engaging and a relevant message for those that we are around and most importantly where are we at ourselves. So the last three months have been really about consolidating that and regrouping and going through what I like to call an evolution. Some of you will be familiar with my DNA model, I'll put that on the show notes, how we expand and contract in life and sometimes those gaps and tight spots are more frequent when we grow fast and we're open to growing mentally, emotionally and physically. So you've got to hit Roblox much faster than if you were just sitting an autopilot with the blinkers on and not even aware of what was happening in your world. And I really, really hope that if that has been you in the past, that you find some time now to look up and to think, you know, what is success really for you? What is defining that mean for you? And when's the last time you took stock of your own mojo bank, your own vitality bank, your personal and commercial success and what really lights you up? Last week I wrote on the Monday Mojo about the deplete or complete column, you know, what things in your life what projects, jobs, and tasks, and people, and activities deplete you? Where do you walk away Are you're just exhausted and it's not the best of your time? You know, what clients, connections, and colleagues just are not bringing up the best in you? And why is that? So making that list is really crucial, that inventory. And then on the right-hand side, really thinking about what completes you? What lights you up? what Where do you thrive? Where do you add value the most? You know, where do you feel that your value is most respected as well? And Finding your glide is really, I guess, what the whole Mojo Maker philosophy is about. This outer realm living where you're not constantly pushing at 100%, giving everything, really squeezing the life out of yourself like blood out of a stone because you feel that you have to turn up and show up and keep gritting through things. What if you could take the pressure off yourself and realize that there's an enormous amount of experience, knowledge, and trust of gut instinct that you have already. And I think uh, in in many years, especially now with so much online and so much available on the internet and leadership courses and development, so many of the conversations start with, I should, or I could have done this, or I must do that. We're really losing sight of what really our true north is as individuals. And we're getting compartmentalized into what everyone else is doing. So the worst thing you can do at the moment, if you're sitting in a place where you're really belligerently bugged by self-doubt and You're feeling that it's an epidemic where you're waking up at two in the morning and you're not even trusting your own judgment anymore is this comparison and judgment syndrome. You know, looking at what everyone else is doing, maybe looking at what other board of directors are doing or people in your similar fields, similar job roles, maybe even your friends and family and really sitting there and looking at what they're doing thinking, I could do that better, or why are they doing that, or really feeling as if you're not achieving enough. And the other side of that is really judging. You know we're so good at looking at other people and and assuming that we know all about them and where they sit just because of what they might post on social media or they might present to us in one form of who they are. And most importantly, we just don't know the full story. And the best advice I would ever give any of you listening today is stop looking outward and just really enjoy the journey for yourself and really do the work. And I'm fortunate enough to have some great minds around me and also to work with some fantastic people and. And work with some fantastic programs, whether it's the twelve-step program for people getting over addiction, or you know the seven steps of highly effective people. There's always steps involved, and I guess that's why I wanted to share with you today the three steps that I took to overcome this epidemic of enormous self-doubt, and and to share with you as I step up on my journey, how you can step up on your journey too. And very, very much this whole new series of the show uh, with the Mojo Makers interviewing some credible leaders and. And some great things coming out in time with the new book is to show you and share with you examples of how people are really making mojo in their lives and how they have a ripple effect and how it does not need to be collateral damage personally, just because you are surviving really well commercially. You don't have to throw the baby out with the bathwater. You don't have to have an unfulfilling personal relationship because your job is going well. And I think we're always telling ourselves that it's a give up of something, an enormous sacrifice to achieve in one area. So this season, I'll be sharing with you some really great examples of, of, of couples, of leaders, of people, of C-suite, of entrepreneurs, of athletes and artists that decided to you know, fly their own way and take a leap of faith when there was no safety net and just trust their gut and go back into the practice of spiritual guidance as well as emotional and intellectual. And I think that's really what makes this life count is when you take what's not on paper, but the, the intangible elements of who you are as a person, your personality, your personal brand, the way you interact with people, the way that you love your job and, and what drives you. I like to call that the little E and not the big E and ego, but what really sits behind your why, what gets you up in the morning, what makes you want to solve things for your customers and clients and be a great leader for the staff that you have or be a fantastic mother or father or partner and be the best version of yourself. And I really applaud anyone that continues to develop and grow and wants to keep being the best version of themselves, but it is about progress. It's it's not about perfection and you need to understand that. We all need to understand that. And I know that we do, but deep down, we just keep fighting with that idea. We just keep fighting with the fact that we think a relationship has to be perfect. And when we meet someone, uh, whether it's a customer or a client or a personal relationship, they're always on their best behavior. And what about if we just, we're really honest and we're like, this is, this is what we're made of, this is where we excel, these are our kind of weak spots and this is where my dream team sits and we just had this complete authenticity and honesty about things. I think it is just so rewarding and that's really my commitment to you guys that are listening, that are going to watch the Mojo Maker show on the channel on YouTube and, and be involved in blogs and hopefully come to the workshops and maybe even if I'm lucky enough, you'll be picking up one of my books. But most importantly, I really want to be your navigator to cut through the clutter and to show you that, you absolutely have a choice that you can glide through life, whether you're in the highest leadership position or you're starting out. The most important thing you ever need to know is that you'll never have more time than you do right now. So you've really got to enjoy it. The first step, I guess, of removing self-doubt when we go through these huge growth elements, that tight spot on the DNA model is to understand that every single person suffers from self-doubt. I mean, there's not anyone from a world-class athlete to a oscar nominee or an award-winning founder an entrepreneur that does not have a seat of self doubt uh, the strength of that self-doubt and what they do with those thoughts ultimately comes down to the tools their upbringing and what they've embraced in order to glide through those moments and i think recognizing the story recognizing where that doubt comes from and then being able to move through it is the first step so number one is this level of awareness and I guess I think, you know, most of the people that I work with, by the time we're working together, guys, it's because you're really aware. You're like, I'm just not myself anymore. I'm I'm just not connected. I don't have that clarity. I'm just I'm a little bit bored and frustrated and overwhelmed and exhausted and I'm just not I'm just not in the flow. And and being aware of that is the greatest gift you can ever have and not pushing that emotion down. It's very, very important that as humans in life. We actually don't push those things away, but we listen to our bodies and our intuition and our true, true gut. So really divorcing your head from your gut is one step, but you've ultimately got to have those things aligned. Your, your head, your heart, and your gut all need to be aligned when it comes to decision making. Now, if your head is busy with all these blurts about why something's not going to happen or why you're not going to get that deal or you don't trust that person or they don't see the value in you or that relationship's not going to work due to insecurities that you've got. Without a level of awareness and and you know personal honesty and being able to accept the responsibility of the story that you're telling yourself, you just continue to stay in that cycle. So the first step of self doubt is is really being aware that there is a little voice in your head that is trying to take you off kilter. And when you're aware of that voice, you should just write everything down. Like the greatest gift we have, and unfortunately with digital devices these days, we, we're moving away from writing things down. But we really need to get back to pen to paper and to get things out of our head. And onto paper and to see the blurts as Julia Cameron from The Artist Way calls them and the affirmations you know you know that you're a capable intelligent driven fantastic human so where does the doubt come in because of all these different stories the comparison a judgment that whatever you're doing is not enough or perhaps that you don't feel enough wherever your upbringing is whether you had everything in your upbringing or you had nothing those are the two defining polarizing characteristics and One of the books that I'll link back to, of course, you've heard this before, you've listened to my show, is Mike Duff, The Power Within, working with Australian tennis and leading athletes. It was always about coming back to that 1% club of really knowing that you are enough. And I guess, guys, the only way to do that is to remember to come back to being present, which is the level of awareness. It's this this really important circle of trust that you have to have with this process. So the first step to, to really putting a line in the sand and overcoming the epidemic of self-doubt is is the awareness that you've got it and just to accept that you're not alone and, and it shouldn't be something you're afraid of and you shouldn't be vulnerable about it. It's it's life. It's part of being human. It's part of having society around us and upbringing. It's part of subconscious and subliminal things that we adapt right from even pre-birth sometimes as well depending on what your level of, of learning is and what you believe in. And uh, the most important part about that is being able to be honest. So awareness is also honesty. It's accepting responsibility that those stories are actually in your head wherever they derive from, wherever that moment was that you decided that you had to be quiet and not shine, money was evil and you'd never have enough of it or whatever it is the story that you brought through with you from childhood is really recognizing what that core belief is and understanding you can reboot that hard drive. You can change and adapt your core beliefs with a level of awareness that goes beyond being on autopilot. And the second part of that is is being able to kind of share it. I guess um, you know the second part of getting rid of self doubt is voicing self doubt, not just with yourself, but re- leaning in. And Brene Brown says this beautifully: it's like lean into that vulnerability. You know, nobody is exempt. Every single person that you probably see that has a terrific job or is leading in life has probably fought their way there. and There is nothing by chance. It really is by choice. And you'll be surprised if you pull back the curtains from people's lives what they've really had to go through. So please be aware that there are many, many people that have stood in your shoes and there are many people out there that are willing to help. You've just got to be able to ask for it. And one of our bigger afflictions when we're leaders in life is that we don't want to be vulnerable because we feel it's going to undermine our credibility going to undermine you know, our value, what we're selling, whether it's in a personal or commercial way. And it's very, very important that your honesty and transparency in a certain way will endear and give you more credibility than ever before because authenticity overrules performance. Uh, leadership comes from leading from within, leading by example, and only then you can lead others. So if you want your family to display behaviors of honesty and transparency and awareness, then you have to start with yourself. And that family might be your personal family. It could be your business family. And if you're a leader that's starting a company with your five, 500 or 5,000 people, please do not ever forget that your culture derives from your leadership and you can't separate those two. You can have all the amounts of words that you want on the fridge or the office walls or the corridors as you walk through, but ultimately it's your leadership spirit, it's your culture that is defined from your actions and your behaviours and your words, how you interact with people and how, most importantly, You interact with yourself with grace and humility. So, this level of getting through self doubt, which is, I call the SOS club, is call a friend. So, who is it that's in your trusted sources network? Who is your right hand person? Who is that person that you know deep down just really gets it? They have fought hard, they have done the work, they understand self doubt and grit and tears and success is all part of evolution. And also, that person that you reach out to wants to see you succeed. It's very important to separate enabling and codependent behaviour of someone that just wants you to tell your story so they can go, that happened to me too, to someone who's actually asking you fantastic questions and delving deeper and getting you to answer your questions, whether you've got a coach at the moment or someone that's known you for a long time, a member of board of directors, a mentor, a great friend, the person that really stands beside you is the one that allows you to really look at, hold a mirror up to yourself and ask you the questions and makes that accountability you know, neutral. There's no blame associated with it. It's a safe place to talk, and you might feel that it's hard to do so in the beginning. And I'm, I'm really fortunate. I've got wonderful, wonderful friends. I've got my mastermind group. Thanks to Jane Anderson, Keith Abraham, Roddy McLean, uh, and now Amanda Stevens. And most importantly, I have some deep, deep friendships with some remarkable individuals who constantly challenge me to um, to never level down, but to always level up. Such as, you know, Lane Beach. I want to thank our Ramadan. You know, even Chris Lockhead from Legends and Losers, they're just constantly pushing the envelope and asking more from themselves before they ask more from others. And I think those people are the ones that you should reach out to. Who is asking more from themselves? Who is demonstrating the behaviours that you respect and admire? And and those are the things that we should really gravitate towards when we're doing the phase two of self-doubt, which is the reach out. So awareness is phase one, you know, phase two of overcoming your epidemic of self-doubt when you're growing through your next phase of life is to reach out to the right people and while you're listening to this I hope that you're thinking about who those people are and if you really don't have those people or you're confused about it you know please drop me a comment because they've got some great tools on, on my blog and an fitpreneur and everything about finding your dream team and how to find great coaches and how to ask friends to step up and, and how to be clear on who's really your champions league and who are your raving fans and who are your negative nancies? Because you will absolutely need to do that inventory and that comes right back to the deplete and complete list. Only reach out to people that you know have your best interests at heart, are going to treat it with confidentiality, with care, attention, empathy, because they've walked in your shoes. A lot going on, I'm sure, in your mind right now. I can tell you the last three months for me were mentally overwhelming. And um, the way that I deal with that is I write a lot, I like to draw, I like to, to run and I get up at two in the morning and have these crazy hours, and I just don't even want to apologize for that either. I think we're so conditioned to feel that we have to sleep and do things in a certain way and live our lives in a certain day-to-day rhythm. And I really like to design a life I love, so if I want to get up at two and write for an hour and a half and go back and get up at five again, dog, I will do that. You know, I think design your own DNA for your day and work out what works for you. And part of the self-doubt thing is getting back in the habit of doing the work. So that's really step three. So you. You're aware that the monkey's on your back. You're aware you've got the raven on your shoulder. You're aware that this black tar is sitting there blocking your creativity, your vision, your drive, your passion, your energy. I mean, yes, you can push through it, but that's not really the point. So you've written all this thing down. You're really aware of what your roadblocks are. And then you call a friend and you go, I just, I really need to talk this through. I need to have some perspective and some objective. Whether it's a board level decision or a personal decision, who's in your corner? And has that person really got the full landscape of your life? It's very, very important that you don't just compartmentalize and give one section. It's very important that you are in all areas of life. We have to be the CEO of our business and in life. We have to make conscious decisions. So stop manipulating the conversation and stop manipulating the facts and really get to the heart of it. You know, Where are the issues? What do you really feel? What do you really have to deal with on a day-to-day basis? Where are your true responsibilities? I know... I always felt like I should do certain things and spend more time with certain people. Or being the youngest in the family, I had all these stories in my head about having to perform and really make everything work. And I think those are just stories. You know, no one really sat me down and gave me a script and said that's just subliminal messaging that we have. And if you're listening to this, really recognize the voices in your head, whether they're just stories or it's really the truth. And the way to do that is with the awareness thing. And the second thing is by talking to someone, you start to reflect where those things sit. And of course, the third element, To eradicating self-doubt and to getting the mojo back is doing the work. I have a really, really great couple of quotes from the dictionary and, you know, some men dream of worthy accomplishments while others stay awake and do them. One of my very many favorites. I think I read that when I was 11 or 12 and and had that on my school diary for a long time. And the other one is life is no remote. You really need to get up and change it yourself. So if you're serially, you know, reading books and going to conferences and absorbing information, hoping for a secret pill that will just fix everything, and you're distracting yourself with other people's problems, or you've got martyr syndrome, which, you know what, hands up, I'm pretty much sure I had that for years. I would always offer to do things and donate and do charities and help out and step in. And I think this peacefulness that comes across knowing that you don't need to be all things to all people is really, really crucial. You need to do the work yourself. So if you are doing distraction tactics where you're sort of pouring yourself into someone else's problems and you're ignoring your own and you're filling your days up with, harnessing martyr like experiences where you're going to save someone from a project falling over or pick up your kid from school because your spouse couldn't, all these sort of wonderful heroic activities that make you feel better. What are you really, really avoiding, thinking about? So doing the work yourself means really getting back in the driver's seat. What does your winning winning week look like? What is your masterful month? Where do you really want to be going? Have you really sat down and looked at what you value the most? It could have changed. You know, with Fitpreneur I always get most of my leaders to sit down and do a values exercise again. What is your kryptonite? Where do you operate best? Where don't you? Who do you operate best with? Where don't you? What value do you bring? What is your mystery, your secret sauce? What lights you up? And then how are you going to do that daily? So the best thing really is to understand that by thinking like a CEO, so having the the facts and stats and having the awareness, planning like a visionary, so that's that second step, asking for help, thinking outside the box, going long-term with this. And the third thing is, Act like a Buddha. Do you think that Buddhist monks come out of a monastery and they've got their certificate and waving it and they're like, "Woo! Well, I'm certified. I don't have to do any more work ever again in my life. It's just absolutely not the way it goes. You know, we have to do the work daily on being the best version of ourselves. We have to look at things with a fresh perspective. We have to step back from an issue, walk away from the email, and really put ourselves back into the present. The presence of fear is only when we look back and we look forward and we're not in the moment. And that's really, really important. Is what is the work that you're doing? Are you setting up your task list for the next day? Have you done your 90-day plan? Have you sought a coach, a counselor, or someone who can walk you through some of those old stories, those core beliefs that are hardwired in or baked in, as they like to say, that could potentially be holding you back from seeing the success? Who do you need to have around you now as you're growing your company, building your business, changing, selling? You know, a lot of the people I'm working with at the moment in franchises are really, really struggling to. I think, deliver the promise that they were sold when they bought a franchise. They're like, we just can't make this work. You know, it's not just what you get given on paper. It's it's the stuff that we have to teach people that's the intangible. It's the spiritual side. It's the knowing. It's the faith. And that's backed up with the practical guidelines. of If you don't know what to do next, you must ask someone who really does. And ask yourself as well, I know what to do, but I'm not doing the work. So going back to an old podcast with Chris, Chris Lockhead, you know, those are the two defining points we have at any key decision-making moment, whether it's jumping out of a helicopter to go skiing or going into boardroom. Is it that we don't know what we're doing or are we just not doing the work? So where is your fear coming from and are you standing your own way? So if you're going through self-doubt at the moment, I just want to let you know that you're not alone, majority of the population or it. even the best leaders in the world and the ones with the greatest smiles and the biggest awards, they have to go through it, but you do not have to go through this alone. And if you are an extraordinary leader and established entrepreneur, if you're someone that is thinking about life after awesome, that is even more reason that you need to connect with people that understand your journey and where you're at. It is a lonely road to do dynamic leadership. It is a lonely road to try and walk your own authentic path. And that's what makes it exciting. But part of that is recognizing your awareness, uh, having the ability to reach out and ask for help and to build your own toolkit and Thirdly, to do the work, and that do the work is daily. You can't just wait for the weekend. You have to be present. Take those nano breaks. Be mindful. Engage in daily habits that will help you be healthy, wealthy, and wise. Meditation, Exercise. I know your budgets. I mean, finance is one of those things to keep you awake at night. Get educated or educated, as I like to say, from the next year. I mean, have fun with life. It's. I just want to tell you a, a really important fact is that no matter what you do going forward, you know, that, it's always gonna be difficult. There's always gonna be something you didn't expect. There's always gonna be a left field financial thing. Someone's gonna get sick. You know, the company's gonna go in a different direction. So I always say with oil and gas and some of the, the big clients I work with, we, we can't be surprised by peaks and troughs. We've had them for decades. So I think know that life is like DNA. We do have peaks and troughs and it's how you ride the storm. It's like being water over stone and when you're aware and when you know you can reach out and when you do the work, it's, it just really changes. The game changes the landscape that you work, and you go from, you know, playing substandard to playing Champions League, and to, to really enjoying it. And that's what I hope with the Mojo Maker podcast coming up now. I really want to share enjoyment for success, and, and the fact this journey should be remarkable. It should it should be belly aching, fantastic laughs and screams and cries. It should should make your skin tingle to to love what you do and to be in love with your life. And and really, this is it. You know, FedEx is not sending you a new life tomorrow. Um, you, you have to really enjoy the one that you have and you have to embrace it. And if you are responsible for people, for companies, for families and for yourself, you really have a ripple effect. We're we're all leaders in life and we're not defined by our titles, but we're defined by our actions. And I really hope that this new season and this new genre of how I'm going to do my podcast, my show and my next book, really helps you unlock that, I guess. And, and I apologize in advance if I get feisty and I'm polarizing, but I just really care. And it's really important now that, when I stood on stage a couple of weeks ago and I was dropping far too many f-bombs I realized that I really need to work with a specific type of organization leader or person that that really wanted to grab life you know with both hands and, and just totally live it and give back and be conscious and that was just I couldn't do it any other way so I think if if we want beige then then that's definitely okay but but I don't want beige I want technicolor I want fantastic I want you know, seat gripping stuff. And and I want to take you on this journey with me and introduce you to the people that I just love to work with and their stories. And I think I just want to take you through the thrive model and and release you from feeling that you have to strive with everything. And and I really appreciate those that have listened. It's 86 countries now. Can you believe it? I knew there was a reason that I used to talk a lot as a kid. And I think my mum reminded me, she was like, you won Best Actress, you should get back on video. So I think also hopefully you'll see more of my, my personality come through and I'm allowing myself to show that more. And I might say some things that, that will be polarizing, that will de things. Like I hate the whole work-life balance discussion. So I'll be doing a massive episode on that. it's work-life blend, people. Integrate, don't negotiate your time. And if you're also feeling stressed out about things, you when just reach out. I mean, that is my absolute promise. You can go into Facebook and Moore, LinkedIn. Uh, you can go into the vitalitycoach.com.au and if it all directs there hop onto the Mojo Maker blog, leave a comment, get engaged. We really, really want to help you have a better discussion with yourself, and I want to help you find the right coaches. I want to help you find the right tools and resources to excel and to unlock your raw potential because there is mystery in that madness. There is a certain element of crazy that we will need, and I don't want to push that down on any of you, and I certainly don't want to push that down on myself. So find that, harness it. If you're an entrepreneur or a leader, if you're someone that just Wants to do something special with you, like please don't dim your light just because everybody else is afraid of getting off the railway tracks. You know, there is a beautiful road that is less traveled and it's your one. And the beauty about what we all have in skills is we top up with our personality, with our perspective, our vision, you know, all the things that make us individuals in life. There is no other you. And look to others for inspiration, but show your divine purpose in what you do and really be aware of what's important for yourself and take that inventory. So so thanks for coming on this journey with me as I step into the Mojo Maker. And, and I want to thank my clients. The reason I got that name is I did a bit of a survey with a lot of my leader clients, my C-suite clients, and some of the established athletes with the Life After Awesome program that I run. And I, and I said, what is it that why do you guys work with me because i'm really struggling to figure out i just really want to work with a particular type of person now and, and that's you guys they're like well you're like our mojo maker or you're our vitality angel you get straight to the heart of the problem and i think that we all have an innate ability to to see others and to to be seen ourselves and and that's really my gift for all of you wherever you sit in your career and wherever you sit in the family tree and wherever you sit in life right now is please be seen and make a difference and have a ripple effect and, and be connected to so get off the phone, have a conversation, and, um, take this information. Don't just go, oh, that was inspiring. But, um, you know, apply it and try it out like a new set of shoes. You know, try something out. What's the worst that can happen? Try some tools out. Try the winning week out. You know, try asking for help. Message me. You know, sign up for Monday Mojo. Send me an email. Whatever it takes. What is going to get you to shift Um, from, yeah, my life's okay or I'm overwhelmed this is awesome. We all have the ability to have confidence, connection, and calm and to understand that, you know, there's always a solution. So I want you to know from the Mojo Maker and this new podcast, you're not alone. I really appreciate that you're checking in. I want to say a big thank you to all my guests that I've had on the show to date, Um, you know, to Al Ramadan, Chris Lockhead, Lane Beachley, Trevor Hendy, um, to um Stephen Wisner and I've oh got so many uh Rowley McLean, Keith Abraham, Jane Anderson To I've just I don't even just I think I've got some great you know to Tim from Tim Capeland talking about HR and employment law and there's so many more wonderful people that I can't wait to share with you as well that are lined up to interview they're really doing things with their life and I hope that by having moments with those people you can see part of yourself in their stories and know that your own shoes have great tread on them because you've your stripes. So thanks for tuning in and back with me on uh, the Mojo Maker podcast, which of course was formerly the Vitality Coach podcast. So the links will still be the same. You can hop onto to vitalitycoach.com.au or go Google Nikki Fogden Mojo Maker will be the new name on iTunes. You'll see some updates there and I hope you enjoy this ride as we go from Beige to remarkable and I try and take you on a journey where you can not only self-discover fast but you can get to the hard facts and stacks on what's going to make a great life for you now and how you can create a fantastic ripple effect that builds a really cool future. So thanks for tuning in. I'm Nikki Fogdemore and I'm coming back to you with some new episodes under the Mojo Maker and it's my time to step up and I can take you on this journey with me. Then I would dearly love to do that. Uh, more information at vitalycoach.com.au and thanks to Tobias For the music on my show. Really appreciate working with creative people. And I hope you enjoy. And I'll see you next time on the following episode. More information on the Vitality Roadmap, the Mojo Maker, Fitpreneur, and Vitality the Book are all on my website. Hit me up if you've got questions. And if you want to come along to a legacy lunch, I just want to say it's Canberra, San Francisco, Auckland, and I think Sydney, Sunshine Coast, uh, and Melbourne. Hop onto the website. All the information's there. It's been great. Can't wait to talk, coach, mentor, and guide you through a remarkable life on being the CEO of everything. Speak to you soon. Bye-bye.
0: Thanks for tuning in. As always, we love your review on iTunes. Or jump online to thevitalitycoach.com.au for more from Nikki, to sign up for the Monday Mojo, and the Vitality Coach TV on YouTube.